All right, we are live. Good, good afternoon to you, everybody, and welcome to the Freedom Ring. That's how you have to talk when you're going to be doing one of these broadcasts. Uh, I'm Matt Toledo. This is Brother James. Uh, it is March the 24th. Happy almost weekend. Today on the show, the CDC continues to knowingly lie. That should shock absolutely no one. There's also a new uh, COVID concern you need to be aware of, especially if you're going to be traveling in the very near future. And how to uh, ruin a huge corporation by in- Matt Toledo <laughs> <laughs> in record time. Yes. Do you, do you like this <laughs> position as co-host or no? I'm waiting for you to hire somebody else. It's the only reason I'm sticking yeah, around. Everyone's got the email address. If you got a demo reel, I'll gladly uh, bring you I feel you sorry for him, so that's why I'm here. <laughs> anyway, search The Freedom Ring on Rumble, BitChute, and Brighteon, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Yahoo Podcasts, and Stitcher. The Freedom Ring. And uh, while you're there, give us a follow, give us a like, give, a, give us a share. You better be liking, sharing, subscribing, following. Or he's going to get you in the kiss us, eh? Continue. It would help us, though. We appreciate Yeah, we that. really would appreciate if you would. Just something throw us a bone? We, something we, small? We thank you for your support, but share. Search also The Freedom Ring Show on Facebook. We uh, post other content, more content. We post links to the videos as well. Uh, the Freedom Ring Podcast on Truth Social. And uh, drop us an email, too. FreedomRingShow at gmail.com. Let Matt know how great of a... Man, I can't even say it. Just let Matt know he's doing a horrible job. Please. Wonderful or horrible? Horrible. Why would you say that, man? You know? I give you this opportunity. You know, I met you. I thought you were a good guy and opened up the gates to you. And you don't see what goes on behind the scenes. Verbally beating me up every time, man. Is that is that so Christian-like? I don't think that's in the Bible. You want to know what I'm counting right now? Captain Hypocrite. You want to know what? How, you know what? Want to know what this represents? What's that? How many times you've stopped and erased the start of the episode <laughs> today? It's because when you start opening your mouth, <laughs> it all just goes to what? Hell! <laughs> it goes straight to hell. Uh, all right. Before we do anything, yes, we're kidding. Ease up, everybody. What are you, liberal? Um, want to talk about uh, resisting evil? <laughs> Which is something he does every day. Uh, Resisting evil. We all have moments uh, where we've got to resist certain temptations. It could be drug addiction. It could be alcoholism. It could be a former spouse. It could be uh, resisting foods that you know aren't healthy for you. Resisting falling in with that same crowd you end up in jail every time you're with. For most of us right now, it's resisting the evil that's being forced on us by the, uh, the far left. I saw an Amazon commercial where there's this teenage girl with a mustache, um, and she's obviously in the middle of transitioning. And I, I just I wanted to throw the remote at my TV because it's Are you kidding me? A 15, maybe 16 year old brunette girl. She's got curly hair. She doesn't look like she's very happy. And then she goes to Amazon and she buys like that uh, Freddie Mercury yellow buckle jacket that he wore. When he was on stage towards the latter days of Queen, it arrives in the mail, and that's what she wanted. That's what she was looking for, and it made her happy, which is great. But does she need to be? Does she need to be in transition? Does she need to be 
Do we need a 15-year-old girl on the screen with a mustache? I mean, how much of this agenda do we do we have to deal with? Um, and in uh, the Bible, it says, Romans 13, 1 through 14, Let every person be subject subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to, uh, terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval, for he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is the servant of God, an avenger, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to avoid, uh, avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. Just because the media has sold out and is willing to push and promote this demonic agenda of making the result of mental illness seem normal, do not be fooled as it's all mentioned and foretold in the Bible. We are at war. Also in the Bible, uh, Ephesians 6 verse 11, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of evil. And that's exactly what we're witnessing right now. It's a scheme of evil. As my pastor texted me last night, as I told him about this same uh, television commercial, he said, we were made for this day to be warriors in the army of the Lord, which I said, I'm I'm ready to fight for it. Uh, Because it's demonic. It is obviously the presence of evil. It is, it's making me sick. And I know there's a lot of people that's making sick. Uh, his response to that was, yes, sir, it's a fixed fight. We already know we win. But whatever evil you're trying to, uh, to trying to resist right now or being forced to resist, lean into God, get right with God. It's not too late. He's your only way out. Made me sick when I saw that, man. 15-year-old girl. It's, this, this agenda is just disgusting. Are you asking for my take? Yeah. Have you seen that commercial? I don't watch TV. At all? Um, very rarely. Sorry, let me look up a scripture really quick. It's funny you say that because I very rarely, lately, watch network television. Um, sometimes I'll just log into a newscast, or log in. I'll uh, punch up a newscast mm-hmm. just to see what they're lying about. But I don't get into the competition shows. I don't get into anything that's on network television. I usually go uh, to a streaming service and punch up what I want. Um, I'm a big fan of the, uh, was it the Angel Network? So the Angel app, I should say. It's what... Uh, okay. Tells you when angels are nearby. <laughs> you know... Sorry. On a serious note. Sorry, I was looking up a scripture. Cool. I like the New Living Translation. Translation. Transition. Gosh. I'm, I'm sick and tired of it. So That's why I is, bring it up. It's evil that we're, we need to resist. On what we're facing right now, if I, someone who is close to me, I should say, whom, whom I love very much, their spouse lets the son 
put on, and he's a little boy. I mean, he's probably three. Let's him. Put, oh, he wants to play with the makeup. Dress it up and go. He he wants. Let him do. A three-year-old doesn't know what they're doing. Oh, you have to instruct a boy and a girl what is. I'm sorry. What is for boys and what is for girls? My uh, two-year-old daughter Julia got her a little makeup kit. Right, my wife got her a makeup kit, and she's like, "Daddy, daddy, let me let me put uh, paint on your fingernails." And I was already going to say no. But I saw my son, Jesse, who is four, looking at me, waiting to see what I would say. And I said, Julia, baby, nail polish and makeup is just for girls. Boys don't put that. Daddy's a boy. He doesn't. And she's like, oh, are you sure? Daddy said, yeah, boys don't wear makeup or nail polish. And my four-year-old boy had never, you know, that had that situation had never occurred in his life. So he was looking at dad to see what the response was. And when I got done saying that, Jesse said, yeah, Julia, makeup is for girls. Exactly. Kids man. are impressionable. And, you know, some people might say, well, you could just let your daughter paint your nails. Well, what example am I setting for my boy who's here? I don't want to paint my fingernails anyways. Right. I don't care if it's catering to my child or not. Right. I'm not going to do it because I don't want to. But... My boy is looking up to his father. I'm raising, he's going to be a young man one day. He's the next generation, right? So what they're trying to do with children, if people are okay with this transitioning garbage, because that's what it is, and I I don't don't apologize for that. It is absolutely absolutely demonic. They are giving these young girls double mastectomies. They are castrating young men. They are mutilating children's bodies bodies over oh let them pick what they want and it's it's disgusting it's pure evil and it it makes me mad righteously it's okay to be righteously anger or have righteous anger i am mad because the devil is just going full tilt boogie on this whole gender mm-hmm. stuff and they are they are giving these kids hormone blockers and they're they preying are, on the weak the weak minded are saying yes and you get these parents that are you know just trying to go with what, you know, trying to go with the flow of the world and, you know, we're, you know, society is evolving and all this garbage. No. The Bible says there's no new sin underneath the sun. You can learn from history. Whenever they've started doing stuff like this, that empire or whatever it is collapses on its face. Hi, hard. Disney. Yeah. It's. So, what scripture do I want to say for that? I thought of this. It's Romans chapter 12, verse 17. Never pay back evil with more evil. The only thing, like Matt was saying, is you can do is you can stand up for what is the right thing to do. When, if you have your children in a public school, and if you do, uh, you know, whatever. But if they're trying to push this stuff off on your children, you better be standing up and fighting for your kids. Because that's what they're coming for. They're coming for your kids. They're coming for your children. Disney's doing all these these woke Don't be lazy. And all that. Yeah, Don't like, be lazy and just assume they're doing the right thing because we, we know firsthand they're not. They're going all in with it. They are doubling down on this demonic, wicked, satanic attack on your children, on our children, on this next coming generation. You have to stand up and do what is right. So if you are a man or woman of God... Do not be I'm not do not be a coward. Stand up for what's right. I look, the Bible says that the way of the transgressor, that's the sinner. The way of the sinner is hard. Jesus said, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. 
well, Brother James, it might be easy for you. No, what I'm saying is, are there going to be challenges? Are there some fights? There's yeah, challenges but in everyday life. David stood up to Goliath, and guess what? He killed the giant. You're a giant killer. The Bible says that you're an overcomer. It says that you're more than a conqueror, more than a conqueror. Go out there and start conquering for the kingdom of God. You gotta find it on your couch, though, man. Fight the good fight of faith. This is all scripture. This is all God's word. I stand on it. That's why sometimes, you know, especially the field of work I work in, I mean, do I want people to like me? Of course I do. What person doesn't want to be liked? But I'm not going to sacrifice your definitely yeah i'm not sacrificing my morals my integrity my character my righteousness in god to be accepted or liked by a certain group of people no sir not on my watch well there's a couple things i wanted to say you know when you're you were four five six seven years old what did you want to be you wanted to be like your i wanted to be like my dad before he left but could you uh my point is a lot of kids want to be firemen Oh, I want to be a cop of all things. So okay, so today <laughs> you want to be a cop, and you hear the sirens going off. Do you just drop your four-year-old off? Hey, he's a cop today, because that's pretty pretty much what these people are doing. When oh, my four-year-old son wants to be a girl, he's four, man. Yeah, my he's four. I wanted to be a fireman at the age of four. Does that mean my parents should have just dropped me off at the local house that was on fire and say, hey, he's qualified? That's what he wants to be. That would be completely stupid. Now, to go ahead and start transitioning your four-year-old son, eight-year-old son, 12-year-old son, 14-year-old son into it's becoming... child abuse. It's, it, it, that's completely stupid. I think there should be a very harsh crime for... either uh, Man, it's just... It's so sad that what these parents will do just in order to be liked by a certain group of people that's not even the majority when you break when you really no. comes down to it they're not the majority of the United States of America what is it 1% 3% i don't even know if it's 3% i really don't know what it is it's not the majority it certainly isn't no. the majority but i mean what's the end result of this whole thing it's it's gotten you know so we're not really coming at parents that are giving into the pressure they're pressuring you because they want masculinity removed from society down the road why because that's an easier society to take over going back to the roman empire days they they wanted everyone lesser than they want them that's why they want the guns taken away they they don't want dad at home anymore they want if dad is at home they want him in a skirt uh it's so blatantly obvious and it's not just your kids moving forward with their interest of becoming the other gender they're forcing the issue for that very reason it might not happen during our lifetime but it certainly will happen during theirs or their kids lifetime our society is going to be so weak that they're just going to take them over and they're just going to be oversized maggots that's really all they're, that's what the, the power in the deep state all the the psychos that are running things that's what they want and uh, I can't believe that anybody is on board for this, man. Anyway, that does it for the uh, the moment of faith. Uh, the Informed Consent Action Network, also known as ICANN. What? Um, you said again. I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. The Informed Consent Action Network. Okay. 
Uh, they call them ICANN. Through its attorneys recently asked the CDC for all the data reflecting the number of people hospitalized due to COVID-19 and the number admitted to hospital for reasons other than COVID-19, but who tested positive after being admitted. Are you with me so far? The goal of, uh, of all this was to uncover the number of incidental hospitalizations, meaning individuals who were admitted to the hospital for some reason other than COVID, who happened to test positive for COVID at admission, and as a result are incorrectly labeled a COVID hospitalization just to help boost the numbers. Dr. Fauci himself, in fact, finally acknowledged that, quote, since all the hospital admissions are tested for COVID-19, many people are hospitalized with COVID as opposed to because of COVID, where the real reason for hospitalization might have been a broken leg or appendicitis. The issue with this method of counting cases, which has been in place since the, uh, the beginning of the whole pandemic, is that it falsely increases the number of COVID hospitalizations, giving the impression that the hospitalization rate due to COVID is much higher than it actually is. The CDC's response, the reason I'm bringing this up, admitted in no uncertain terms that it has no way of telling the difference between the two, stating, quote, that way, the way that our data guidance defines COVID admission does not enable us to make a distinction between hospital admissions due to COVID versus hospitalizations for reasons other than COVID, showing once again that the CDC is making no effort to provide accurate and important information to uh, to the public or the data making it uh, the data available to the public, despite knowing that its uh, inaccurate data continues to be used to impose restrictions, including mask requirements on children, pushing the jab, which of course continues to injure and kill people. Which brings us to our next story. Um, A Southwest Airlines pilot became incapacitated on a flight from Vegas to Ohio last week. Um... Oh, I'm sorry, earlier this week, a non-Southwest pilot who just happened to be traveling on the flight replaced the captain and assisted the other pilot. What do you think happened to the other pilot? The plane returned to Vegas and landed safely, according to the uh, uh, CBS affiliate. Condition of pilot who had medical event not being shared. Condition of pilot who had medical was not shared. Okay. Last week, a United Airlines flight from Guatemala diverted to Houston after the pilot suffered a medical emergency. What are all these medical emergencies from? What do you think, James? The flu. Oh. It's back. The flu's back. (laughs) They opened up the column again. Yeah. Uh, Well, we can push them back because everyone's (laughs) on to our scam. Online, Jim says another chalk mark on the board for the clot shot. Uh, Somebody else said before COVID, the FAA rules were no vax to pilots until three years after testing to the uh, general public. The COVID vax they mandated and is a totally... The COVID vax they mandated and is a totally untested vax for pilots. I don't know that to be true about the whole uh, three years of testing thing, but it makes sense. Uh, G-Man says the FAA has even modified what they consider a normal EKG for pilots' physicals. Wow. So they're changing the metrics on the test. Exactly. Because of... Just about, I don't know what, I'm sure it's a crazy number of pilots that wanted to keep their career how do you, and their job. How do you want to travel now? How do you get into a plane right now and feel comfortable leaving the ground? Private. Charter. 
Well, we don't have we don't live in that tax bracket to afford that. I do. <laughs> Bible says, the f- "Speak the things that be not as though they were." Scripture. I'm in that bracket. All right. Well, Jesus the next time man. you're on vacation, I'm I'm tagging along, man. Yeah. So it's it now it's a risk every time you step. You, you know, for the common Joe that's out there that doesn't have the blood of Jesus over him, you step on a flight, you're rolling the dice now, huh? And did you see the uh, video on Reels? Um, that's why I saw it anyway. There was a camera, surveillance camera, of an operating room and two surgeons going at it. One stroked out and died right there over whoever. You got the doctor doing the work. You got the other one on the other side. It was the other one on the other side. Just stroked out, went right to the floor. Right in mid-surgery. Mm. All sharp. So tragic, Scalpels man. in their hands and stuff like that. It's yeah, you're not, you're not hearing a lot of... You're not hearing anything about this in MSNBC or... CBS or... No mainstream... Fox! Outlet. Tucker might tackle it. Might. You know, The View. Not The View, but the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, but certainly not, not The View. Jeez. Uh, the, the panel that they have on Fox, where Gutfeld is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they might t- talk about some of it. And certainly uh, Tucker, but no one else in mainstream media is touching it. Glenn Beck might be. But... Uh, it's tragic. Disgusting. What's Highly talented, su- supremely fit 19-year-old boxing champion dies suddenly. A 19-year-old boxing champion described by his family as highly talented, supremely fit, died uh, suddenly in the UK. His name was Jude Moore and had represented Team England and was found dead last Friday. The uh, boxing organization he fought for um, didn't mandate the jab but strongly suggested it. I dug into that myself um because i'm tired of seeing these stories of i think, died suddenly no information he was a great guy his family uh wishes to uh you know have privacy of course of course so we send all those all those families our condolences and our prayers we don't want anyone dying of this stuff but i feel sorry for the people that none of this info is included when because I know this has happened to many people out there that it wasn't mandated, but strongly encouraged, and by or sh- strongly encouraged, uh, a lot of you'll find that a lot of people are not confrontational and they don't handle confrontation well. And when they're being constantly pressured to, hey, well, this isn't mandatory, but you need to get this because we're not, we don't feel safe with you or whatever their work environment's like, and they're like, this is my work, and then. You know, you saw so many businesses shutting down and and all that, and it was like combined was, with watching the news and hearing eighty five percent of fear, the country fear, fear, already fear, did fear, it. Fear, 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 fear. Why you know, get you? this? Get this? Yeah. So it was a crisis moment, and a lot of people took it because they were like, "What else can I do but take it right. if I want to survive?" And we're we're seeing the consequences of that, and it's so sad because all these all these people just dying is it's just so so sad. Are you noticing? That people that you know that lean left and were the ones on their uh, soapbox when this all unfolded, and they were the ones saying, "You're killing my grandmother. You're inconsiderate. You're, uh, you're suddenly quiet." They've kind of faded into the woodwork. They're MIA, and they're just uh, they're, they're cowards, is what they are. Um, unfortunately, admitting you're wrong isn't that difficult to do, but for some reason. It is one of the most difficult things to get a human being to do. 
And I try to make it because I, I make mistakes every day. I am the furthest thing from from uh, from perfect. I don't make mistakes every day. You being here is a mistake. <laughs> That's your mistake, <laughs> not mine. <laughs> Just him sitting here is a mistake. So he's wrong. He's all wrong already. Right. Um, it's actually not. A, once you make it commonplace, you, you know, you, not that you should be admitting all the time how wrong you are, but. Try to stay right, but when you're wrong, yeah, get past it. It's it's really not that difficult to do, but it is hard for most people to do, and I think that's where we're at right now in society. A lot of people sh- struggle, and I'll use this for other people. I don't struggle, but a lot of people struggle with... Now you sound pompous when you say that. ...asking other people for forgiveness. That's a hard pill to swallow, so to say. Yeah. Asking someone, hey, will you forgive me? I, You know what? What I said was wrong. What I did was wrong. Will you? I'm so sorry. Will you forgive me? Or whatever it is. A lot of people can't do that. I'm, I'm going to get back to you not struggling. I'm not going to let you off the hook. What do you mean you don't struggle? I don't struggle. You don't struggle? You, you, you're never wrong? Struggling and being wrong are two different things. Uh, all right, you, all right. You're trying to catch me. See, man. right See there. See what I put up My mistake. See what My I mistake. You're watching me do what I just talked about 45 seconds ago. My mistake. I love you, Matt. That's how quick it is. I love you. You don't make mistakes? Yeah, I do. And you admit it? Um... Because didn't only, you just say a minute ago, I'm never wrong. when it's my wife. <laughs> Everyone else... <laughs> The freedom ring. You're an idiot. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Speaking of idiots, millions of Americans have had it with the progressive political indoctrination that has infested entertainment, and they are abandoning Disney and other. They doubled down hardcore here lately. I mean, they are all in. And then you, when you think they didn't have any more to go with, they, they came down. We're like, we're doubling down. We are and, definitely and all in with What this. do you think that huge corporation I mentioned at the top of the show is? Disney? Disney. Read on. Disney is now preparing to lay off thousands of workers as a result. Deadline reports that multiple rounds of cuts are being prepared. Whoa! Didn't see this happening. Um, the first one is being targeted for late March. So we're coming up on that this week. Uh, likely next week, we hear March 30th through the 31st uh, have been floated as possible dates, but that has not yet been confirmed. According to sources, there will be a big wave in late April, described as the big one or the bloodbath, when a large portion of the cuts are expected to come. CEO of uh, Disney, Bob Iger, revealed the scope of the cuts during the company's February 8th quarterly earnings call with Wall Street uh, an- analysis or analysts. My bad. Uh, plans to let go of 7,000 staffers, roughly 3% of the company's global workforce, and they're not taking it lightly. Um, he says the, the paring down of the employee roles is a cornerstone of the effort to reach $5.5 billion in overall cost savings, and to think they did it to themselves. Go uh, woke, go broke. Exactly. You keep the perversity out there, and uh, actually, if you keep the perversity out and your twisted evil agenda, things uh, things would have continued to flourish. Yeah, when I was a kid, I, I remember. I, I think we went to Disney World. The one, what's in Florida? Is it Disneyland or Disney World? Disney World, Disneyland's out in uh, California. All right. So w- when I was a kid, my parents divorced when I was real young. But I remember we went we went down there. And my dad took us to Disney World, and it was like 
Heaven on Earth. Man, we were kids. We had all the Disney movies, you know, and you know, I'm like, man, one day I'm like, I, I would not. I, I don't. I'm not gonna take my kids to no. Disney World ever. No. Uh, there was so we had. I'll just. I'm being transparent. We had Disney Plus, and uh, there's this show called Big Hero Six, and it's like it's called New Tokyo or whatever. And it's like a mix of San Francisco and uh, like Tokyo mix, and it's about this kid who is, of course, someone dies, his older brother dies, and he's like he makes this robot, and it's a crazy storyline. The movie's great. My kids love it. Well, they came out with since the movie did so well, they came out with a show, right? And I just and I'm like didn't think nothing of it, right? Put the show on, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I, I call my wife, and I'm like, look at this. The beginning of the episode, this it shows the bathroom sign, and uh. it's it's not a boys and girl. It's it's both bathroom, and she goes in there. And the show's talking about her starting her time of the month or whatever. And this is a show for little kids, man. And they're and I'm like, why are and then the the guy the the, the cool bar is his so name's, low. His name's Baymax. You know, and it, the movie is great, but it's like, why? Why are you butchering everything? You have I don't know if anyone's out there's I I've, I catch all kinds of crap for this from some people. Is like, I I grew up watching Star Wars, love Star Wars, loved all the movies. I. Me and you are very different on the movie spectrums. I love Star Wars. They destroyed this all the star the the latest Star Wars they came out. They they ruined all of them. They they're ruining Marvel as we speak. Everything has to do with getting getting rid of men, getting rid of the strong you know man roles, whatever. They're injecting feminism. They're injecting you know toxic masculinity. You just addressed that ten minutes they're ago. Gender neutral. You know transitioning. Yeah. Lots of lots of homosexual things, yes. and these these are shows geared towards little children who should have nothing to do with any of those conversations right. exactly. ever. Let them be these little are little, kids. yeah. Like, can my two year old please enjoy a show without you talking about gender neutral bathrooms nope. or or homosexuality? Get them or, now. It's so Disney doubled down and looks like they're reaping yep. the consequences. How do you like that? Sales are like down. That? Go figure, because you've ruined most of your base. Which <laughs> tells me the, the the majority are not on board. This isn't. This shouldn't be rocket science to anybody. We know this. This is common sense. The majority are not on board with it. Now, Disney, you're going to crumble because you've forced this agenda. You're trying to force this agenda on, on a mass population that's not with it. We're not going. We don't have to be. I don't have to accept your 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 uh, your femininity and your. I don't have to. I, I, I detest it. A woman is here to be a woman. A man's here to be a man. Don't like it? Check out, man. It's in the Bible. It's it's just the way it is. And I'm, I'm not going to succumb to this evil and, agenda. I'm just not. Here's the thing. If it would be... Like, if it was... Uh, and it's time an, for us to fire back. And stop it, being quiet. If it was an adult thing, like if Disney was adults... But these are kids' movies. These are kids' shows. Disney is based... Disney made its money, its millions and billions or oh, however trillions. much money, off of kids' shows, off of kids' movies. They're putting this on children. Now, if you if it, this was like an adult thing, whatever. They can have that. I don't, you know, what people do, what adults do is fine. It's when you put it on my kids is when I'm like, no. Yeah. Not happening. 
All I wanted to do is go outside and give my car a quick oil change. So I slipped in a Disney movie. I came back and my son was in a dress. What right. happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Gosh, man. <laughs> so, I mean, it's... Oh, it's got to end, dude. It's got and to this, end. And this all has to do with the standing standing up for what's right thing is like... You have you have I, I've seen them I've seen them on social media different platforms. You got the dads in dresses with their little boys because they watched Frozen, which is a popular Disney. And it, there's no off weird theme. And if there is, I mean, you'd have to really come up with something. But anyway, so Frozen, you know, whatever. All the lead characters, basically, besides the one dude in the reindeer thing, those are two dudes. But other than that's two sisters. Well. My kids like watching the movie. My son Jesse, when he was little, he liked watching because they were singing. There was the talking snowman guy, you know. He liked the movies. Did I get him a dress, an Elsa dress or whatever, and say, hey, we can, you know, be Disney princesses together? No. And so I see these dads on social media. You know, my son wanted a dress, so I got him one. And now we're going to school and dresses together. Like, good, good. Hey, check this out. Check this out. This is pretty simple. No. Yeah, like it's one syllable. No. You, you, we talked about it in a in a previous episode about and and you hit on it again today about kids. My my son, he watches this show called what is it? PJ Masks or whatever. And it's these kids are little and they put on, uh, you know, they're it's pajama time or whatever. But they get these superpowers and my son likes the gecko one. So we got him the. It's like a green sounds suit. Like, it sounds like the new Ninja Turtles. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like a green suit, and he's got the little thing, and he, he looks like a gecko and has a tail with a cape. Does he have a skirt? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so my kid thinks he's the super gecko, and he's got superpowers. Okay, fine. Okay. But, you know, when your son is wanting to get into dresses, you got to be like, dresses are for... Well, just like Girl. what you said to your daughter. No, finger paint, you know, finger polish. and uh, Was my daughter stuff. upset? Yeah, for about three seconds and then laughed and was like, Mommy, let me do your makeup. Yeah. <laughs> but all my other friends' dads get dressed my kid. Like I don't want to say no to my kid. I don't want to hurt their feelings. I, whatever. Like, you have to instruct yes. a child in the way to go. It's not all easy. It's not supposed to be easy. Why? This is disgusting, man. It, it, what, what's going on? What they're trying to do? What what the devil? What the devil is trying to do with kids today is absolutely. It's an abomination. It's disgusting. It makes me very mad. And I I will I will stand up and be like, no, you're not. You're not doing that to my children. No. Uh, this month's banking crisis saw two major banks, obviously Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank, completely collapse. That Matt is uh, coming with the money in the banks. I like it. Let's uh, hear it. That has well, this has really got nothing to do with that. Ah, uh, yeah, you had the we're teaser. Gonna, at the we're going to spin it here. All right, let's hear it. This has many thinking it's going to be 2008 all over again. J.P. Morgan says the United States is likely headed for a recession due to the, the twin crisis, but Biden's primary concern lies not with stopping the ongoing financial crisis and alleviating economic suffering. He just wants to brag about the billions his regime has flushed down the toilet combating climate change. <laughs> Are you being serious? Precisely what I did when I found this story. 
In my first year in office, he said we protected more lands and waters. Is this real? Right this is now? real. Sounds like a Saturday Night Live skit, but Saturday Night Live doesn't have the balls anymore to actually go against the, oh the, the current God. president. You're being serious I'm right being now. Dead serious. Oh, I did not. I thought he was like throwing. I thought I don't know. I, thought, I didn't know what you were it's doing. A real I was like, story, Why is he man. Making stuff up like. <laughs> In my first year in office, we protected more lands and waters than any president since... Thank you, Joe! <laughs> Thank you! That's John F. Kennedy. <laughs> what the We've heck? all said... <laughs> this is true, man. That was a quote. I can't do this. <laughs> you wanted to end the show. I can't do this. <laughs> We've got this and one more oh story. Oh, my God. Maybe one more story. Oh. Uh, we've also made the largest investment to fight climate change ever. Um... And since it's been established already by executives within the banking industry that climate change does not exist, this is the real reason I wanted to bring this up. Where is all this money that he's talking about? Since since we know, come on, let's just call it the way it is, climate change does not exist. Um, does we, the climate change? Yes. Mother Nature will do what Mother Nature will do, and you're not going to have any say. Well, Al Gore said yeah. he's just going to go ahead and <laughs> it's, live in Ohio for yeah. two years. You'll find out whether all this going to do. jet fuel that I'm using is polluting the <laughs> yeah. skies. Yeah. Um, so where's all this money he's talking about really going, and can we now get Joe Biden for embezzlement? We know it doesn't exist. And he just said, in my first uh, year in office, we protected more lands. Blah, 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 blah. He just wants to brag about the billions his regime has flushed down the toilet combating climate change. I thought you were going to say Ukraine for some reason. Well, that too. But it doesn't exist. Climate change does not exist. But, Matt, so what are you, po- are you like making a statement? Are you about to ask a question or what? I'm just saying, is this something else that we can get Joe? Is he lying to us again? You you're not, I, and this is just, this is my opinion on this. You're not going to be able to get him on this because he's not the only person that's on this whole climate change thing, man. They they got that, what's that little uh, Greta, not Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> The little girl from Sweden or Norway or oh, Poland, Greta Van Thornburg, or whatever. Like that. Yeah, they cart yeah, her around yeah. the world in her jet. Like climate change is she killing like eight us, or something. Yeah, she, like um, yeah, she knows all about science. Anyways, it's like they're gonna keep with this climate change thing because it's just another tact. It's another tool in their box to was try it, to control people. Was it the nineties? It was global cooling. Yeah. Most recently, it was global warming. None of this happened. Uh, there's something else. Yeah, if the... you do any research, it's gone back and forth. It's everything's getting colder. Right. We're going back to an ice right. age. That's, got, oh, everything's getting hotter. Everything's got different melting. names for it. Now yeah. it's climate change, but it was global warming years ago. Couple They've been trying ago. to put this off on people for decades. It's fear-mongering. Not biting. That's all it is. But since we know firsthand from the banks and uh, financial experts that, you know that video that I played for you, that where that guy goes... Uh, if if climate change were real, banks, yeah. and big financial institutions would no longer be um, giving out loans to these high rise condominiums because it would be investments gone yeah, bad. They wouldn't be uh, buying beachfront property. It's a complete lie because it's going to be Based overtaken that, by the ocean. Yeah, like they they know we're they know what's up. You know, let's not even talk about the seventy five year old married couple who go to that uh, that same place they were on their honeymoon fifty years ago. 
and you notice that the the waterline hasn't changed at all. Climate change. Yes, it hasn't moved an inch. You know what? If global warming was real, I would probably like. I would. I would welcome it. I. I would actually You'd like have it. Have no to, say. I would. I would say thank you for being warmer outside. I am not a cold weather person. As you've got skin sores. <laughs> <all over. laughs> yeah. Appreciate it. Only 123. Yeah. All right. Lastly, speaking of Tapioca Joe, uh, <laughs> he's gone so far left, his fellow Democrats are actually turning on him. California's 2021 budget allocated $12 billion to alleviate homelessness over two years, but the state has spent $23 billion over the last five years. Senator Dave Cortez, uh, who is a Democrat, told the Joint Legislative Committee, quote, Cortez. Our- Cortese. <laughs> Just on the, go ahead. Man. Don't ever. Don't ever walk in. He's got no stories. Matt, he just sits there and flaps his gums. Matt, I made a mistake. Whoa! <laughs> Honey! She's about to come. We're going out to eat tonight. <laughs> right. We're going to celebrate. He finally admitted his faults. Mm. Uh, Senator Dave Cortez from uh, California told the Joint Legislative Committee, our residents deserve to know how homelessness dollars are getting there and how they are being invested, what's working and what's not, and I think we need to know that as, w- that as well. Adding transparency will help both the state and local jurisdictions work together to figure out how to uh, best spend these dollars going forward. Isn't, shouldn't oh, it be like part of the procedure? You said $12 billion? Going towards homelessness? Uh, 12, allocated $12 billion to alleviate homelessness over two years, but the state has spent $23 billion over the last five. What are you trying to figure out? Let's say there's a million homeless people in California, which I think that's a... Underestimation? You think there's more than a million people homeless? Oh, yeah, I guess... Uh, there's probably a million in San Francisco alone. I was almost like just cut everyone a check. If there's a million homeless people, they give each twelve grand. They've already given them the money. The audit was uh, initiated last year by Senator Cortez after seeing the urgency of the homelessness or homeless crisis in San Jose following a visit to the Columbus Park encampment. We've all seen homeless encampments. Check this out. Remember years ago, you'd want to go to California because it was just so beautiful. I lived in California. Did, really? How old were you? 20s. Hey, what are you, in your 30s, Mid, 40s late 20s. Now? What are you, 40s? Yeah, I came back when I was 32. Was it still beautiful, palm trees in the California um, we remember? I, Northern California, I loved it. Okay. I, one, man, it was beautiful. We've all seen homeless encampments, but what I saw was far worse than a tent city. It was public health disaster. Rodents were running around your feet, massive piles of trash, tons of broken RVs, and abandoned cars. Cars turned upside down with people living inside. This is California we're talking about. These homeless encampments are not safe. They are not humane. We all know that. They're actually brutal. Um, Yeah. The people living in these awful conditions deserve better, and we can do... So, what's the governor done? I mean, this is a rhetorical question, obviously. Yeah. Because he's part of the deep state that wants all Americans living just like this. Anything that's going on in California or on the East Coast? $12 billion, you should be able to make a sizable dent 
and homelessness. Right. You should be able to twelve billion dollars. You should be able to throw up some some kind of lots of facilities manned, able to at least provide sh- a lot. Uh, you know, basically like. Lots of showers, basic needs, mats on the floor. Why yeah, I mean, yeah, you're place. not trying to put them up in the Hilton, but yeah, like I'm speaking. Of, I, I used, I was homeless at one time in my life. You know, when I was, anyways. Yeah, I mean, they provide the necessary things: S- place to sleep, a place to eat dinner and breakfast. You don't get because during the day you're out, right? And they not out like you got, but it's basically like, look. Here are some places to go find a job or whatever. It might, that was different from my situation. It was like, anyways. But, you know, they're like, hey, go find a job, blah, blah, blah. $12 billion, they should have been able to put a dent in it. And I already know from what I've seen. Uh, so you got San Francisco and what's the other one? Um, Sacramento's crumbling. Uh, LA. Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Oh, yeah. Seattle. Seattle. I mean, and these are – and look, I, I – Always have to say this because we might have new viewers watching. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I, I would. I, I did a little talking with my buddy last night. And I'm like, because I don't identify as a. <laughs> I don't identify. Sorry. <laughs> What's your pronouns? <laughs> right. <laughs> they them. <laughs> There's more than one of us. Anyways, a libertarian. Okay. I would consider myself a liber. Uh, um. First, I'm a Christian, and then you know, of course, family, and I love my country, but. I, I believe in capitalism, and I and I believe in the con- in the Constitution of the United States of America, and I definitely believe in the Bible. Racist! But, oh but- my God, you're a racist! <laughs> the guy who's, by the way, married to a black lady. And I'm half Mexican. So. Right? <laughs> He's as racist as they come. Since, since since we're talking about this right now, I, and I'm not trying to get off topic, but I, I kind of want to. Oh, get, we did that ten minutes ago. I, I, I want to get your thoughts on this. I, I see a lot of people, and don't get me wrong. I when Trump's running, I'm I'm gonna vote for Trump. I, I love his policies. I love that he's for the United States of America. He's for he's for the people. You know, he and he's not a poli- He's not. He's but, not a politician. He's but, still not a politician. But let's have which is why he got my vote. Let's have let's have this conversation. So we've been a part. We've been alive during you know. Right now, it's a Democrat Senate and a Republican House. Mm-hmm. But we've seen we've we've been alive during the periods where it's been all Republican or it's been all Democrat. It's all organized crime. Exactly. Not you know. I know there's people and I've and I've heard them on you know the shows on like you know they're just waiting you know oh I can't wait for this to be all Republican and this and it's like hey man they've been doing this for a long time for and if you're banking on oh man all we need is to have a Republican Senate it's a and it's it's all a show yeah, man it's a facade they're all on the same team. The only thing that might separate a Republican from a Democrat is what lobbyists got to them first. My, my, I, I was talking to my buddy last night, and, and he, I, I believe he asked me, like, hey, can you name any politicians that you can absolutely bank on? Like, hey, man, this guy's or this gal's got my best interest. Couldn't name more than seven, if I'm being honest. Like, are there good ones out there? Of course, but, like, I can't study every congress member and every senate member and every attorney and all this like it, you would you would run yourself into the ground so what am i trying what am i asking is well what do you think you think oh man everything's just gonna turn around if we get a bunch of republicans <laughs> no. in there no i've said it since day one it's all organized crime 
uh, Republicans and the Democrats. And I use the, the New York crime families as my example. You've got the Lucchese crime family. You've got the Colombo or the Gambino crime family. What separates this one from that one? The river in between. That's about it. <laughs> Is that not a pretty accurate analogy? Yeah. You know the New York the the, the Sopranos. Because there's lobbyists on both sides. We've of the all aisle. seen the Sopranos, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. You have the New New Jersey family that Tony Soprano ran. Then you have the New York crime family. What separated them? The distance between New Jersey and New York. That's it. They're all doing yeah. the same thing mm-hmm. for the same reason to the same people. It's no difference. Come on, man. Oh, I'm a lifelong Republican. Those days, maybe years ago. Not now, man. It's all one big organized crime ring. You know, uh, in fact, there was an interview, I keep referencing this to, uh, what's his name? Uh, Michael Francisi used to actually be in one of the New York crime families. Was a mo- one of the money makers. N- never killed anybody, but he was a money maker. He knew how to scam and scheme and, you know, turn $3 million into $500 million. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, uh, somebody asked him in an interview, you know, since he was in the... He was in the mob like in the 70s and 80s, like the John Gotti era, the young John Gotti era. Teflon Don. And this interviewer asked him, who's who's the one you should fear today? And he's like, no one in New York. It's all Washington, D.C. He goes, the crime that they've got running. For someone in the mob... A career career criminal criminal to say to say hey your elected officials are the ones you need to they're I mean, in that DC. speaks volumes yeah. man mm. you know we're living in Nazi Germany right now these people are for it I don't care what their campaign says I don't care how many it's all crock that's why you need to pray for the country that's exactly why every time we wrap up an an episode I say pray for our country. It is so dark out there. It is so twisted. It is so evil. That is why we put God front and center on this show. A lot of other shows are doing it too, and it's needed. God is needed. And um, if you're not, if you're not with God yet, man, get yourself right and get into the right church. Go get saved. Uh, you want to pray us out, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for Brother Matt. Thank you for keeping the blood of Jesus over every single one of our viewers. If they don't know Christ as their Savior, I, I just ask you to put a soft spot on their heart and, and for them to receive you into their hearts. I thank you for what's coming up on the horizon with uh, what Brother Matt has planned. I thank you for just helping us, leading us, guiding us each and every day. We thank you so very much for your blessings and for the divine health of our our spouses and our children. We love you so very much. We give you all the honor, the glory, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Have a great weekend. Please like and share, and uh, we'll talk to you Monday. Be safe this weekend and say a prayer for our country. I'm Matt Toledo. That's Brother James. This is the Freedom Ring. See you later.